Hello, Tome Show listeners. This is Sam Dillon, your Tome Editor and the DM of the D&D Brief Podcast. D&D Brief is now going to be hosted on the Tome Show. This episode is number 24. To find back episodes, search under the actual play tab at thetomeshow.com. And as always, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to D&D Brief. Hello and welcome. I am your dungeon master for the evening, DM Samuel, and I am running this wonderful group of people through a game. So uh, do you want to introduce yourselves? Let's start with David this time. Um, Yeah, so I play Axley Tillingquest, who is the halfling bard. And Nina? Hey, I'm Nina. I'm playing uh, Emran Ornestra, who is a human uh, storm cleric. And Matt? Um, I'm Matt. I'm playing Kono Slendath, the uh, CL4 lock. And Karu. Hello, I am playing Marcel Duran, the gender-fluid Lutrinian sorcerer. Okay, and who wants to do a very, very brief recap of what happened? Nina. <laughs> almost died. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, we went to help Sharkface because their ship was being attacked by uh, these really nasty sea creatures. And then two uh, storm wyverns came and tried to kill us all and almost succeeded. Um, and that was like the majority of actually the stream last time, I think. I think we got to talking a little bit um, to Red Tooth. And we got talking about Lucanius. Not and... to Red Tooth. Just a clarification. Oh, not that's to Red the main captain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Red Sorry. Tooth is the main leader of the pirate band. Yeah. Um, but we got talking to Sharkface about Lucanius, and we found out Lucanius is his brother. And that's all I have written down. <laughs> okay. Anybody else have anything to add? That that basically covers it. It was a humongous battle with um, many goblins that were fighting on your side and Sharkface fighting on your side. And then uh, these weird flower petal mouthed sea creatures with tentacles and slimy skin who, after they died, sort of turned into part fish and uh, like weird, very nasty, weird things. Um, and then the storm wyverns. So, yeah. Any, anything else that was interesting? Uh, when we talked with uh, Sharkface, I think we learned that um, that essentially he he and his ship had defected from the the pirates. The, the name escapes me at the moment, but basically they kind of have gone rogue and kind of gone off on their own to try to get away from all this uh, uh, curse and transformation business. They've kind of had enough of it, but they're mm-hmm. again hoping they're hoping again that Marcel can use their amulet to change things back. And I think we kind of. Again, it's been a while since I don't. I think we said like the, you know, <laughs> it was going to be. I think the original agreement was you know the next day, uh, you know they would use the amulet to try to revert them or either undo. We, we were kind of figuring out. I think by the end of this, we realized the amulet would either undo their changes or finish them. Well, One that's the what Sharkface. Yeah, that's what Sharkface thought. Right, that's what he was suspecting. But I don't think that Marcel actually agreed to that. I think Marcel basically said. Because I think that came about because Marcel asked, why did you want my sword? And then why did you want my amulet? 
Um, and then that conversation that followed, it became clear that uh, this pirate somehow was transformed and then thought all of his, a, a lot of the humans that were in the pirate fleet went to get themselves transformed and then it started not working or something. And they defected and wanted the sword because uh, I think he, his statement was he was going to trade the sword for his, for his brother or for an amulet to help rescue his brother. And that's why he wanted Marcel's sword, because he knew that the sword had been stolen and that Marcel had it. But then when Marcel was trying to demonstrate the use of the sword to the goblins to show that it really was the sword, the uh, captain, Sharkface, saw the glow, that whoever w was watching saw the glow, and said, oh, they have an amulet, I want the amulet. Mm. So uh, I think the conversation ended with me basically saying, well pros and cons i have this amulet we can use it we can try to use it there's no guarantee it'll work because that's not something that i've so far figured out that the, the amulet can do uh with the caveat that us doing that will alert um what's his face that i was using the amulet and where i was Oh, that's right. And then he, Sharkface said, well, here's a suggestion. You give me the amulet, we'll go away, and then they can't follow you because they won't know where you are. They'll know where we are. But and that's at that okay point, I, 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 right. I was like, yeah. N -n 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 <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> and, and we ended there. <laughs> we ended basically there. Um, so... Here's the here's the situation, just as a quick setup for everybody. This battle was just happening. Oh, the other thing you found out after the battle, he took you down to his cargo hold, and there were multiple dead crewmen down there that were that were dying because the transformation wasn't working correctly or something. And that was it's not just his brother Lucanius that he wants it was he he's trying to rescue his entire crew and so uh so he showed you that and then there was the discussion about the amulet and if that could actually have the power to do that um there's a storm coming and the haka during the battle, the Hakka had actually started to rig up and get in their ships and come toward you. The battle actually was only, I think uh, we said it was five rounds, almost six rounds. And, you know, so remember in D&D, &D, a round is only six seconds. So really, that entire battle was, yeah, it was less than a minute. So, you know, the Hakka didn't even make it to the area before... Uh, you vanquished the storm wyverns, and probably a good thing. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so, but they are still on their way over. Um, yeah, <laughs> and the st and the storm is coming, and um, yeah. So, and and remember that uh, the last communique that you had with, um with Xavier, uh, Emmerin's father, was, you know, we're on a boat, we're in the middle of a storm, we're on our way to Calport because uh, green, blue goblins were overrunning the island, including the town of Trastenfin. I feel like we did discuss sending out a Hakka, either a Hakka ship or just a Hakka, to go see if there's a ship in that storm. 
I feel like we discussed that, but yeah. yes, um, you discussed it, but we didn't actually get to the point where you were yeah. asking for that yet. So yeah, well, and we so, still haven't tried our plan of using the uh, the find it stick to point to the yeah, ship that your father's on. That's correct. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to do. <laughs> we got interrupted. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was rough. So the, I guess the, the question is, what would you like to do? Do you all need to talk about it? Uh, I feel like um, you need to make some decisions about how you want to proceed. Oh, and the other thing was, remember, uh, Imran, your your mom told you wherever you go, she's going. I yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So those are the competing. Uh, oh, and the session previous to that, remember, you had uh, gone into the temple and tried to just for people to catch up, right? So you had gone to the temple to figure out what to do with the dog beast, and somehow Konos took the dog beast and absorbed it. And absorbed it into the coral staff. Trident, yeah, yeah, and it said, "Now, now, release, now, free my brothers, free all the others." Yeah, yeah, one of which we have broken into pieces. <laughs> Whoops! Not much to do. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's all the that's that's all the uh, stuff going on. And also, I think there was oh the last question that you asked, or that the last statement that you wrote in the book of proofs was wow there's so much going on um the last statement that you wrote in the book of proofs looks like it was was it was it can mortals undo the thinking is that the one or did we that's what i have and it was said it true was it reverse or uh, or undo uh, um i think it was undo okay i wrote down reverse personally oh maybe yeah, reverse what I got. Uh, mortals can reverse the thinking, yep. Where did I write it? That's the question. Oh, and that's what we were transcribing. It came back and it said it said this statement is true. Right? It's and it had twenty three pages. Yeah, we were halfway yeah. through yeah. that. Uh and the DM had hinted that Axley might be able to actually like make he- heads or tails of it once he finished because of like the amount of time he had spent on it. Mm-hmm. So there's that, but we still have that to finish. Uh, yeah. What time of day? It was still relative. Like it was what, like midday, but we have a storm coming in. Correct. Yeah. So the sky is pretty dark just because the, the, it's clouding over. Remember when the storm wyverns were flying toward you, the clouds seemed to be moving um, supernaturally fast or mm-hmm. maybe unnaturally fast, maybe not supernaturally. Um, and, but when the, when the wyverns uh, sort of separated from the cloud mass and flew to partake in the battle, the clouds reverted to their sort of normal speed. So it looked like the wyverns were making the storm faster, but when they left, their influence on the storm ended. Correct. The storm, the, um, way, it's, the, the way the storm's coming in, does it look like it's going to hit us? Oh, yes, it's coming right for you. Coming right for us, yeah. Yeah. So in timing of this, it's no accident or, or um, that, the, that these wyverns showed up and these creatures came up out of the water to attack Sharkface's fleet. I mean, the, it seems to me like Larilac knows 
where we are and that this is a critical, it, we're a critical enemy of his that needs to be dealt with. I honestly don't think we're an enemy to him. I don't think he cares. He's got what he needed from us, apparently. Which is uh, what? Emeryn to attack him with lightning damage? I'm going to make him come back stronger. Because it wasn't even that hard of a hit, but just her using lightning seemed to like make him so happy. Um... Yeah, either way, I think Lirilac already knows where we are, which kind of means that us using the amulet or trying to use the amulet isn't that big of a deal. I Mm -hmm. don't think it's going to make things worse. Famous last words. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? I mean, everything's going wrong anyways. That's my point. (laughs) Add it to the list. Um, how many spells does Emrin have for sending? For sending? If I use the rest of my spells, I have five spell slots left for sending. Okay. Well, Well, before the storm hits, maybe we should get Sharkface to to pilot his ship into the bay at the island and safely anchor it so that we're all in close proximity to be able to plan. Does he even have enough people on his ship to operate it at this point? We might have to give him some haka. All the goblins on the, you said all the goblins on deck, none of them survived the battle, you said, right? Right. None of them survived, and the majority of his crew was sick down below. Yeah. But we could get some of our crew uh, here to sail it. Yeah. Nothing here. I mean, the, ha- the haka are on their way. God, the Hakka already pulled everything up and there's a storm incoming. Will the Hakka get here before the storm hits us? Oh yeah. I mean the storm the storm is at least a half hour off. Okay. When they arrive, we can just ask them to either, you know, help crew this ship or just tow it back to back to land themselves and get it out of the way, or at least get it to safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's gonna be the hard thing. Um we do have the question of is Emran's father and the people from Trastenfen in that coming storm? Like, are they caught in that particular storm? And maybe we should be looking for them. I mean, we might be able to find out if we use the tracker yeah. rod. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, why don't you... I mean, I used it last time. Do you want to use it, Emran, to attune to your dad? See if it'll sure. find him better? Okay. Okay. Um, don't remember how it works. So written on it is it was lost, but now I'm found. But now I'm yeah. found. Yeah, that's the activation word. And it just points, and it like always points the direction to whatever you're looking for. Hmm. But I don't think it tells you how far away it is. No. Right. No. So it it you you speak the command phrase and you name one specific item or person and it will point in the direction that the item or person can be found in. If the person is not on the current plateau, right, if they're not on the plateau that the rod is on, then the rod apparently takes on the color of 
a representation of the plateau. That's why when you asked about Rayla, it turned a smoky, dark. Mm. So the problem is that Imran has to attune to the item. Well, yeah. unless I mean, just Axley uses rest. it because he's over. I can try it again. Yeah, I. Right. Don't have my notebook, unfortunately, but I I describe him as best I can, and. Um, and if you have his name, is that enough? I think yeah. actually didn't, probably didn't meet him. Actually yeah. probably has yeah. met him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Actually, go for it. You know, I, right. I'm just like <laughs> spinning this thing. Like, how do I? What do I? Just take it. <laughs> okay, I'll try it. Um, it it does pull in a particular direction, and that direction is uh, to the northwest of you which is not directly in the storm line, but okay, um, yeah, is in the direction of Calport, if the maps are accurate. So they passed the storm. They passed. Or this is another storm. Well, because you spoke to him yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And so they've been sailing for at least 24 hours since the, when you spoke to him. So either this is another storm, or this is the same storm, but they've already managed to get out of it. Because mm -hmm. I was going to say, do we send someone out to see if they're okay, or just kind of leave them be? Because if they pass through the storm, they're probably fine. I guess I can send a message, too. Yeah, send a message to them. I send a message to my dad. What would you like to say? Just checking in again. Uh, we're worried about you, but we're caught up in some stuff. Did you make it out of the storm? Are you safe? I don't know how many words that was. Got a little more. Do you want anything else in the message? No, that was it. Yeah. Okay. Uh... You really quickly uh, receive a response, and he says, out of storm, near Calport, we'll wait for you. Okay, so that's one less thing to worry about. They seem okay. They made it out of the storm. They're near, near Calport, so... Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. All right. So the real question is, do you want to try to outrun the storm to go to Calport, or do you want to batten down and wait for the storm to pass before you embark on a trip to Calport? We have better survivability now in a storm than we had to, but that's only us. We have a whole fleet of ships that want to follow us. And I don't think it's a good idea to try to outrun the storm with the Hakka ships. The Hakka ships are are they are they uh, wind powered or are they ro like they are wind and or they have one main mast, so you can throw up a 
sail and have the wind help you, but they do have oars. They're they're basically like almost like Viking longships. Right. So it's very likely that if we get a good wind, which is basically guaranteed as long as I'm on the ship, <laughs> we can outrun them. Mm-hmm. Right. You will outpace them uh, quickly. Yes. Because I can now direct the wind, so I can make the wind go in whatever direction we want it to go. So they'll slow us down, is what you're saying. So we can... Well, we- so I'll remind you, though, when you first met um, Stet, remember Stet? Stet's the one who came to help you fix your ship and then went back and they got he got some Hakka. And when they towed you... When they towed the Tempest's fortune into the island, mm. you were surprised at how fast they were towing. So they could, instead of rowing, just tow their boats. Well, I'm I'm just saying that they they they're have powerful. They're powerful and they're fast in the water. So you've never actually. I mean, you're watching them bring their boats to where you are now, but uh, you you don't really know how they would respond. But that's yeah, true. So, you're just making us. I'm. I'm just saying that your assumptions might not be correct about how they, correct. how fast they would be. But you are assuming that you would probably outpace them if for no other reason than you have magic on your side. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have to do gust of wind anymore. I just, if there's wind, I just tell it to blow in the direction I want it to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that only affects a hundred foot radius sphere. Right. Which would encompass our whole boat our whole Mm -hmm. ship and maybe two to each side because ships tend to be narrower but it would only affect maybe two to three ships at most everyone else gets to suffer the like won't be able to use their their sails at all in Mm -hmm. in the oncoming storm and if this if the wind is too hard it could also just completely blow off the sails (laughs) I can direct this, the, the the direction. I can't make it like stop being too powerful. <laughs> so I well, guess how many long ships are there? Could we attach ropes to the from the our ship to theirs, and then <laughs> uh, we gotta work, I, now we got to work out drag coefficients and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that um, you. I think there were uh, either seven or ten ships. I have it written down somewhere, but I'm not going to spend time looking it up. But there was uh, basically a fleet, right? I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, quite quite a few. There were quite a few ships. Maybe seven, maybe ten. Uh, I, I suspect it might be better if we just wait the storm out. Trying to sail through a storm—that's bad storm. That's what's got us here in the first place. So, um, I'd hate for us to, you know, venture out and then immediately get blown off course again or wrecked, just because we tried to rush it. I mean, now we have the the pointer stick, right? So we could, even if in, we're in the middle of the storm, we could use the stick to guide what direction we're supposed to be heading. We no. don't need to depend on stars or anything. And that's so a we. That. That's a we never get lost while at sea again item, as long as we've got it. Yeah. Um tie that down and make sure it doesn't fall overboard. Please. Can I can <laughs> I point out the fallacy in that thought? You're assuming the other ship also won't get lost. 
Well, at the very least, we'll find them, and then we can use the <laughs> yeah, stick to, to, go, to point to Calport. Yeah. Um, yes. I think yeah. someone, at least in our party, would prefer us finding them if they get lost than finding Calport <laughs> and finding out that they didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would suck. Like, hey, Dad, where are you? Uh, <laughs> we were going to Calport. <laughs> Plus, we still got all the weird continental drift stuff going on that we talked about last time, yeah. too, right? They yeah. think they're getting close to Cal- Calport. Is that true? Hey, they may be weeks off. Yeah. Yeah. So there is another. there are two other uh, options that you have not discussed, so I will point them out to you. Because <laughs> your characters would think of this, okay? Number one, um, Konos is the Hakka chief. Konos is the Hakka. So if Konos tells the Hakka to stay here, then they won't follow. They won't be happy, but they won't follow. Um, secondly, there is a whole other ship you're standing on right now. That's where I was going. <laughs> we need to figure out what we're doing with Sharkface and his crew before we leave, because I don't know if it's a great idea to be towing along them because they're being attacked by things and that might draw attention to other things that are going to attack us i was thinking in terms of the haka leave their viking ships and they crew Man, this ship yeah shark faces ship which shark face would have to be amenable to that if we heal his crew maybe he'll be willing to join us captain shark face we have a we have a question for you it looks like most of your crew um either didn't survive that battle or is in no state to sail are you all right with us having some of these haka take their positions to help crew your ship if you're going to follow us am i following you i i thought you were discussing the idea of giving me the amulet and letting me go away I don't think we're giving anyone the amulet, but I think the question was we were we were going to tr- Marcel was going to try to use it to on your on your crew and see you know see if it reverses things. And when are you going to do that? Because if it works, why would I give you my ship? You want to um, you want to see your brother, right? Of course. She We're said heading tra- towards... You said he's in Trastenfin. He's not. Where, where we're heading, that's where he is. So if you don't follow us, you don't get to see your brother. And you're going to heal my crew. I'm going to attempt to heal your crew. There is no guarantees on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Also have stuff that might help if Marcel can't do it with the amulet. One I need some components for, so if you can give me some like gem dust, I think it's diamond dust. Like yeah, diamond dust. a lot. But the other one doesn't require components, I can try. I don't have it prepared, so it'll have to be tomorrow, but the shot. <laughs> So my thing is, if if we're if we're batting down for the storm, it might be a bad idea to try to use the amulet right before the storm hits us, just in case shit goes down when I use the amulet. But if we're going to outrun the storm, then it would be best to use the amulet now before we leave. 
Well, I think we're kind of in a rush to do a bunch of things now, right? We have to finish transcribing those pages and using the amulet now probably be a good thing. Yeah, I feel like we should bed down, translate the proof, and then head out after the storm. Because that'll give us time to figure out if we can heal Sharkface's crew, if we can translate the proof, if we can figure the proof out, and if we need to be doing something in the interim. Okay. So My we opinion. get all the ships into the harbor, bat everything down, ready for the storm. We send the people who are transcribing into the uh, tiny ass ship, the Curiosity, <laughs> and maybe sink it to the bottom of the ocean so that it is not affected by the storm at all. And there you have peace and quiet to translate your stuff with nothing happening. It does mean that if anything happens during the storm, we are two people down. Well, you, with sending, right? You should be able to get in touch with us. That's Ask true. I can send you a message down. should push yeah. come to shove. Wait, so what was the what was the plan there with the curiosity? Basically, since the storm is incoming, trying to transcribe a text during a storm on a ship is probably a bad idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. So put the people that are transcribing on the curiosity and because it has basically a sub, just sink it to the bottom of the bay so that it's protected from the storm because it's underwater. We have a time limit on that though, because we'll run out of air. And you know that ocean currents under the water are all affected by storms, right? That's true. I mean, they could also just land on the island. Could probably just go inland. Yeah. Go by the Hakka village and tie it down. I don't know how I mean it it looks pretty heavy. Um <laughs> I don't think the wind <laughs> is gonna blow it away. <laughs> let's hope not. Let's hope that's not this kind of storm. <laughs> it's just the storm, right? <laughs> so that's that's good for the time being, yeah. Okay, so what's the plan? So the plan is get our get all the ships, including shark faces, into the bay and prepare the ships to 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 weather the storm. Okay. And have Emran and Axley take the curiosity inland to the island to finish transcribing. And once the sh- the 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 storm passes. We'll use the amulet on Shark Face's people to see if it can do something. <laughs> Kill them. Okay, so what are you going to do with his ship during the storm? When the hooker arrive, I'll ask, I'm going to have them instruct them to, like I said, either crew it or tow it back to the island so it's out of harm's way. Okay. And then secure it with extra anchors and, you know, batten it down for the, the storm. Put all the, clean it the sails up away. Dead bodies. Yeah. Do you want them to do that? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I've just the Haka will do whatever Kono. Yeah, I know, them but Sharkface might I'll not leave, like that very much. Yeah, I leave that to Sharkface's discretion. Like, yeah. do you want your your do you want, you want, do you want some your, burials at sea real quick before the storm? Yeah, do you want <laughs> your crew ten you know bodies tended to? Maybe he I likes will, the smell. I will refrain from, from as the DM, telling you whether or not it's a good idea to throw dead bodies into 
the ocean when you've had visions of an undead army being led by the main villain of the story. And when there were sharks swimming around in the water not too long ago. I mean, the sharks need to be fed. (laughs) (laughs) They got to eat the liver. They're feasting on wyvern meat right now. That's true. It's a rare delicacy. Um, I do have a question for Marcel then. Is the amulet our first option? Or should I try my stuff tomorrow to see if we can avoid using it in general? Do we want to see if it works? Because I'm kind of curious if I can con- con- if, if, if we can convert, like if we can finish the conversion. Because uh, if we can, then we have a bunch of people who owe us their lives and also have new <laughs> abilities. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not what I would. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You're the cleric, and I'm the sorcerer. <laughs> I was selfless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to ask Sharkface, Captain Sharkface, can you shed any light on the blue goblin problem? Why are these blue goblins affiliated with Larillac, and why are they popping up all over the world on odd islands that don't seem to be connected to any of his minions or fleets or anything like that? And other planes, for that matter. I think they're prolific and I don't think, I think Larillac is using them like he uses everything else. They're just a tool he can use to wield power and they happen to reproduce very quickly. So they make good fodder. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen them before. They are amazing crew members. So, you know, maybe they're not from this plateau. But I don't... But they're sure going to be taking it over. Maybe that's that's the point, right? There's a, They're going to spread throughout this plateau and, and take it for their, themselves as his minions. Right, and so if something's easy to kill and easy to control, well, you can control it before or after death just as easily, right? Good good way to make an army. Those creatures that came out of the sea, have you ever seen anything like that before? No. They look like some weird amalgamation of sea creatures I have seen, but I've never seen them like that. And wearing clothing, they've... I don't know what that is. What if those are people who have been converted like you were, but Larillac's getting creative? Are there any of their bodies left? I don't think we got rid of them. Um, they're probably on the deck. I mean, it's re- it's only been like five minutes since the <laughs> since the battle, so I mean, it's like you know. And his crew, remember, is anybody who was above on the, on the top deck got killed. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's... It's just us. <laughs> it's just you, and nobody... I mean, he, he wasn't over there throwing the ship either, so yeah, they're still there. But remember, when they died, they sort of transformed into a weird, like, half-fish, half-human thing, half had legs with a fish body, and yeah, it was weird. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Emran did this with the dead goblins a while ago. Maybe she could use speak with dead to try to get some more information out of one of them. See you know, who sent them and where they came from and whatnot. I think they know that? They don't seem to have a whole lot of knowledge. We, I mean, we questioned a few before. Because we questioned... We questioned the goblins, but these guys... Not these things. These things seem a bit oh, more intelligent. Those... Oh, those... The, the... the fish people... The might... sea creatures. Sea people. Might know what, what happened to them. If it's got a fish head, do you think it's going to be able to speak common? Does it actually have like a fish, like actual fish head, or is it like a humanoid fish head? No, it turned like into it, like half fish. The head, the head and torso region turned into like, like a fish, an right? actual fish. Yeah, just a big fish, I guess. Yeah, since it's medium sized. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get much out of them with speak to to, to dead. I mean, I have comprehend languages, but uh... I mean, does the speak with dead require you to be able to speak their language? I think so I don't remember. I want to say yes, but I will check. Speak with dead. You grant the semblance of life and intelligence to a corpse of your choice. It must still have a mouth, and it can't be undead. It fails. There's a uh, see. Um. Uh, corpse knows only what it knew in life, including the languages it you it knew. You actually did not hear it communicate in any way. So you don't even know if it can speak. We have, we have no idea. I mean, I can prepare it tomorrow, and we can try. Except I mean, the only incense. the only thing I'm thinking of is I used primordial like Aquin. No, I think so. During the storm, during the fight, and I don't think these things reacted at all. They they just seem mindless. They seemed as mindless as the as the wyverns when they were attacking us. Yeah, you were trying to convince the the wyverns to go away. <laughs> yeah, I figured there was a chance yeah. if the wyverns were related to primordial beings that they might at least know yeah. primordial, but they didn't. So <laughs> the other problem is, I think I have to be the one to ask the questions, so it has to be languages I know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I can prepare it for tomorrow if we need to use it on something, but I don't think it's going to work on these things. You have a spell that lets you like speak all languages or something like that, or understand all languages. That would be comprehend languages. Actually, yeah, I'm looking to see if I can cast it on someone yeah, else. You can cast it on me. I think isn't, it's isn't, isn't tongues a cleric spell? That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it grants the creature you touch the ability to understand, to understand any spoken language it hears, and when you speak, any creature that knows it, knows at least one language, can, under, can hear the target and understand what it says. I should learn that. That's a warlock spell. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Uh, I need some components, but that might actually work. 
Okay, I'll prepare, write this down. Doesn't speak with dead. Along with my remove curse and greater restoration if for some odd reason someone shows up with some diamond dust. <laughs> I will also ask the Hoka if they have any diamond dust we can use for this. Ask my mom. <laughs> Honestly. Because <laughs> I wanted to talk to her and see if she had some platinum rings for the duel and then things happened and <laughs> didn't get that shot. She might actually be useful in a fight too. Depending. <laughs> Just saying. Your mom? Yeah. So just, yeah. yeah. Your mom, yeah. She's pretty cool. <laughs> we'll see if you've uh, outpaced her in terms of cleric. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just how parent son goes. Kids always just outdo their parents, especially when the end of the world is happening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if the if the kid is a PC and the parent is an NPC, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think we've outlined more or less what we're going to do. We, uh, I was going to say the next couple hours. Yeah. We wait for the Haka to get here. The Haka bring this ship into the bay. We weather out the storm with Axley and Emran working on the tome, yeah. and the rest of us just making sure nothing happens during the storm. Uh, and then after the storm, I will try to use the amulet to finish the transformation on the shark faces people that are still alive. And we I'd like to short rest. I would like to short rest before um, Mar- before Marcel used that because if anything happens, I'm I would like to be prepared. I think we're going to get a short rest even before the the, the storm hits, wasn't it? Like a couple of hours. I said, I said it's at least a half hour away. Oh, half hour. Okay. Well, you can rest during this. Yeah. I'm feeling like once we're all back on the island and kind of everything's secure, I'd do that at that point. I mean, once you've finished your conversation with Sharkface, you can just proceed to the island in the curiosity if you want to. That's true. It just depends on what what instructions you want. I mean, Sharkface did not decline to have the Haka come on board. So if you tell the Haka to go, you know, steer his ship to the island, they'll probably have no problem doing that. Totally. I mean, to be fair, That's he can't really about. he can't really stop us from doing much right now. Yeah, I mean, what's he going to do? He's he he's basically at your mercy at this point. Yeah, you know, he could try attacking us. That's not going to go well for him right now. Right. Oh, I need you all to make a Constitution saving throw. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> that was <laughs> okay. That was sudden. That's out of the blue. It's a DC 14. ten. Okay, that's an eleven. Well, it's a good thing I have a plus six to my con because I was a twelve. <laughs> a I got ten. Ten exactly. Okay. Okay. So, so you're gonna have shark face. Um, Accept the Haka on board and then uh, steer the ship. Uh, Okay. And Uh, we can pass by our ship and just tell them, hey, storm's coming. Prep the ship. Okay. 
And so, uh, are you going to leave in the Curiosity, or are you going to stay on board Sharkface's ship to get back to the... Well, Axley and I are definitely going in the Curiosity, because yeah. we're going to start working again. I think again. we can all take it and go to go to the shore. Yeah. Or, or go to the Hakka Village. Probably safer there. Okay. Okay. All aboard the go on the shore. Yeah, maybe leave Otto here with uh shark face so that you can kinda keep an eye out. Keep keep an eye on everything. Yep. All right. Otto will just kinda Otto will fly up and sit and perch on the on the ship's wheel. Okay. For the time being. Okay. And the crow is on his back. Yeah, oh, yeah, yep. Bird on bird action. Yep. They're, they're here if you need anything. <laughs> You're working on your totem pole. um okay so all that happens without any problems shark face doesn't um cause any issues so he lets the haka come on board if uh if konos tells the haka to you know take the ship and as fast as possible get it in they they will use whichever uh, method they deem faster to get the ship in I get it to safety as, as as soon as possible. Right. And you all hop into the Curiosity and go to the island. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. All right. So as the storm is approaching, um, where are you going to put the Curiosity? Are you going to go like inland to the middle of the island? Or what are you? I think we discussed kind of near like the Hakka village, but just a little bit outside of it. So we're not like interrupting. Okay. Near the temple or like on farther from than that? Like uh closer to the village than that. Just like on the okay. outskirts, maybe. Okay. Um and so only Imarin and Axley are gonna stay in the curiosity. What are Konos and Arcel doing? We might as well just go into the village itself. Check up on Emran's um, mom and help the Hakka where we can to prepare for the storm. Okay. Anything else that you particularly want to get done, other than uh, I know Konos wants to take a short rest. I'm just, I'm debating. We talked about. I mentioned that I could potentially use con- uh, this contact other plane spell to maybe try to get some more better information about how. This amulet might work, but it's risky to me if I do it as well. So I don't know if this is the best time to use it now. And I could try. I'll like, say to Marcel, you know, I could try. I could try to reach out to something. I'm not quite sure what I'd contact, but you know, I might be able to get some more solid, solid answers about whether this amulet will will work as the way we intended to. I mean, if you think you can do that, sure. I was thinking, um, I am absolutely going to go talk to Emrin's mom. See if she knows anything about the amulets. Okay. Um, if yeah, well, why don't we why don't we do that together and see if we can hear from her? And if yeah, because there's like, still more she questions. Was a for how long? So chances that she may have seen more inform- more about what the amulets can do or whatever. Um. And then I'll probably just ask her about embarrassing stories. She can tell me about Emran. 
well, let's yeah, let's then let's see what we have. Let's see what she has to say, and then if there's still questions, I'll try to get more answers. Okay. So we leave Nina and uh, sorry, uh, Emran and Axley, um, in the curiosity, and we head to where Emran's mom is. Uh, so you're leave. Oh, so sorry, I lied. You're leaving the curiosity. You're leaving Emran and Axley yeah. in the curiosity. Okay. Um, so do you want to resolve uh, them uh, transcribing or translating the book first? How long is it? I thought that was going to take a couple more hours. I mean, it will, but it's mm. it's which I mean, you know, we can resolve everything in whatever order that you'd like. Yeah, go for it. Um, so, actually, let me have a... Can I give us some bardic inspiration first? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get ourselves all psyched up, ready to do our homework. <laughs> yeah, as Emeryn's sitting there, like, rubbing a migraine and, like... <laughs> Um, I actually turn to Axley while he, we're kind of like getting stuff together. That sword is still in here with us, yeah. I look over. Is it still glowing? Looked over the corner. Yeah, is it still there? The little sword. The black yeah. sword. With the skull. Yeah, it's there, and the eyes are glowing. And still glowing. Yeah. I think it could be spying on us. You know, that's not too far-fetched of an idea. It could be some kind of agent or agency of evil. I don't know. I wish we had some kind of spell to tell us what this thing is. Um, so actually, go ahead and make me a intelligence insight check. And I know that's weird, so you'll use your intelligence modifier, but if you have proficiency in insight, you will add your proficiency bonus. Okay, I have no... Okay, for insight? Um, I have a plus one insight bonus. So there we go. Oh, I have natural 20. Wow. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Okay. There you go. Great so, roll of the night. <laughs> yeah. You... You finished uh, translating or transcribing or writing down, right? And and remember, the difficulty wasn't actually capturing it or drawing it or writing it. It was actually uh, doing that and also trying to kind of decipher it because it seems like it's a little bit in code. Here's Here's the basic gist of what it says. It says that... The soul spire empties into the threefold lake, but the threefold lake has been drained. If particular people take action to refill the threefold lake, then the soul spire will be whole again basically it will be it will be it will now work okay it'll it'll be fixed it won't it will no longer be fractured and that will revert the effects that produced the sinking okay so let me let me say that again okay 
Okay, the the soul spire empties into the threefold lake. Uh-huh. That's the normal conditions that are supposed to be to make everything the way it's quote supposed to be. Okay. Somehow the threefold lake has been drained. So the way to revert to the way it used to be, the way to reverse the sinking is to refill the threefold lake. So if someone can refill the threefold lake, then you can reverse the sinking. And apparently a mortal can reverse the sinking by refilling the threefold lake. Now, how to refill the threefold lake, you have to find out, you have to find the material that was in the threefold lake that has been taken out of the threefold lake. And that material apparently has been pulled from the blue plateau. Or I should say pulled through the blue, it uses the word through the blue plateau and deposited on the common plateau. So apparently the water that has covered the, the common plateau is mm-hmm. supposed to be filling the threefold. So if you reverse that process, whatever process is allowing what's normally in the threefold lake to stay in the threefold lake, whatever process is doing that that's allowing it to pull from the threefold lake through the blue plateau, if you can stop that thing from happening and refill the threefold lake, you'll revert the common plateau to its pre-sinking state. So you'll have reversed, right? So you'll have basically done backwards what what was done to make the sinking occur. There's a lot in there that are details that you are unable to decipher. So the steps, there are probably steps in between that you can't, like you can't see exactly how to, like it's not, it doesn't say step one, do this, step two, do this, step three, do this. It says, here's what happened to make the sinking happen. If you reverse this, yes, it will reverse the sinking. Okay. We definitely need to, yeah, but what is the, what is the threefold lake? What is this? I was going to say, have either of us ever heard of a threefold lake? No, but you've heard of the, the soul spire. spire. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. So oh, you yeah. got to go any, notes any. diving. <laughs> so uh, if you roll a history check, I'll remind you. <laughs> okay. Because I don't think I wrote anything about the soul spire. I'll roll a history check because I get I get the plus two on it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Thirteen. What is my history? I get a plus two just for a skill bonus, so that makes it uh, fifteen, and then I get the plus two for my sword, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so Imarin as as Axley is sort of talking through this and, and he's partly mumbling and every once in a while he'll say something out loud because he's trying to decipher this, um, this, this weird code. Right. Um, and as he's doing it, he, he says soul spire out loud and you know that you have heard of that before. 
And as you're sitting there trying to think of it, trying to go through the past months, the past two months of all of the interesting things that have happened, there was one time when you were in Trastenfin a long time ago, and you went to talk to um, Taruma at the Swimming Sword Tavern, and it turned out that Olgret was in there trying to prep that really big-ass crab. Remember that? And you asked him to tell you about King Ian Tarsus. And he told you that King Ian Tarsus is a stain on the dwarven history because King Ian Tarsus stole Queen Delincia's children and did something. And whatever he did, he, he helped destroy an entire race of people and disrupted Delincia's lineage and all of that stuff. And while he was telling you that story, he mentioned something about the Soul Spire. Thinking folly, mean, selfish tyrant. <laughs> Children's slavery. Oh, I don't have it. Exile perished in the sinkings. I don't have it. I don't have it. It was a it was probably a tiny part of what was said. Yeah, the only thing I have is Delencia, Queen of Souls, kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Delencia, Queen of Souls. So oh, maybe was, the Soul Spire was she, related she was, to her. Yeah, the Soul Spire was her domain. Oh, oh boy. Um, and that was the Antarsis, and we still have the key. He's the reason. All I've got is he's like the reason why there's no tieflings in this world. Yeah. We still have that crab fork that was related to Antarsis. Yeah, Imran picked it up. Yeah, the bane of my existence for the first, like, three sessions until I gave up trying to figure out what it was. <laughs> yep, and here it comes back again. Uh-huh, I knew it would. I mean, um, to be fair, we were going to Calport to figure out more yeah. about Ian Tarsus and that crab fork, so... Yeah. Um, <laughs> we just got a bit sidetracked. <laughs> a bit. a lot of notes ago. Yep. Okay, so I, I relay that information to Axley. Hmm. So I think it's safe to assume that the that's on the blue plateau, right? The the uh Yeah, I I would imagine do you think her children are the blue goblins? Sold them into slavery? Yeah. Hmm. And then they were brought here by... I, Larilac and Ian Tarsus sound very similar. So when, um, when Olgret told you this, he remember, he told you it was basically ancient history. Like, this is... Right. Yeah. Multiple generations of dwarves ago, and dwarves live two hundred years. Yeah. So yeah, 
you're talking about ancient what a human would and especially a lutrinian oh my goodness you you're talking about years that don't even matter anymore right like you're you're talking about ancient ancient history right well i mean well eventually when we're ready to try to find it we can use the pointer to point to the spire and it will tell us what plateau it's in oh. and where it is so finding it shouldn't be a problem we yeah. just have to unravel the mystery of what is it that's now in our realm in our our plane of existence that needs to be returned right. to that one right and where is it we're going to need a little bit more than a few buckets to push all the water back into the blue plateau. <laughs> well, I, I suspect it's not, uh, it shouldn't be just the volume of water, right? There must be something that generates yeah, no, water it, source. That right now is pouring into our world instead of where it's supposed yeah. to go. And that's right. why everything is just right. drifting. So out of whack. Because the I'm trying to... My mind is going 100 miles an hour, but it's getting nowhere. It's running in circles. Okay, so let's let's move to other activities. Uh, uh, let's do that while I... That. So what are Konos and Marcel doing? Hop, skipping, and jumping over towards uh, Emran's mom. <laughs> okay, when you get there, what are you doing? So, um, how's it going? Hmm. I sense a storm is coming. Are you a Middle. storm cleric like Emeryn? I am a devotee of Goras, but I wouldn't consider myself a stormy cleric. Oh, okay. Well, yes, there's a storm coming. We fought some <laughs> storm livers. Oh, Turns out that, they don't that. speak. Or understand for more deal. Hmm. That's too bad. It really is. I didn't really want to kill them. They're just so pretty. But at the same time, they were trying to eat us. So we had to, you know, kill them. How big was it? Mm, fift- 10 feet across? Maybe oh, 15 up the wingspan? Maybe. Yeah. We tried to intimidate them, but it didn't really work. Oh, there were two? Yeah. Oh, no, a mated pair. Yeah. That's very sad. Yeah. But it must have been necessary. Well, I tried my best. To get them to leave, but apparently they weren't very scared of a tiny Lutrinian, despite the fact that it was doing a massive amount of damage to them. So... Doesn't the rain bother your fur? Why would it? I I don't know. No, it's got a special, like, uh, oil on it, so the water just goes, like, right off of it. Oh, that's fascinating. That's, that's how we can swim fast. I'm actually faster underwater than not above water because of that. It's How like did ducks. you meet my daughter? Uh, at a tavern, I think. Yeah, tavern. A tavern? I was looking for a ship to join, and she was looking for a crew. And oh. I said, sure, I'll join your crew. 
And then she made me first mate or something, quartermaster, quartermaster, not first mate. Oh. I was just elbows, Why do you wear a headband? She looks up at Konos. I, I was injured quite some time ago. It's it never healed right, and it's not pretty to look at. It's why, to, why don't you get it magically dealt with? I've tried, and common healing magics really haven't worked. I'm not really sure why. That's a very pretty staff. Talk about my trident. Yes, trident. Staff, trident, whatever. It's beautiful. Thank you. It shimmers. I, do I see it shimmering? Mm. It looks just the same to you as it always does. Never. It's never done that before. That's odd. What are your next steps? Where are you taking my daughter? Once this, Calport, yeah. Maybe? Once the once the storm passes, I think we're going to head for, hopefully, finally head for Calport. We have a I little. Have to find your husband first. I sounds see. like sounds like he may have made it already made it there safely already. Hopefully. We, Did yeah. he know that's where you were going? I think so. I think Emran told him we were going to Calport because we thought you were in Calport. I was. That feels like such a long time ago now. Yeah, about that. How much do you remember about like the time you were imprisoned? Nothing. He made my head fuzzy. I bring the amulet out. Does this spark any memories? She immediately like backs <laughs> up and goes into the corner and she like Okay, putting it away. Now. Yes. Almost going into the the fetal position. It's gone. I don't want it. I don't want it. No, I don't want it. No more, no mean? more. Marilac try to make you wear this or give it to you. She's gone now. I put it I put it away. She's just staring at Marcel. It's what? No more what? It went into my mind. It made me tell it where you were, where my daughter was. You were? I'm the reason she got hurt. And she like puts her hands in her, her over her face and she just, starts, fine. she just starts crying. Emerin is fine. As a matter of fact, she's holed up in a secure location writing boring stuff. I read her journal. 
I know what you're doing. You're looking for him. And when you find him, he's going to destroy her. Won't let that happen. You don't understand what you're messing with. He will destroy her and he will trap Goros. And nothing will ever be the same. Goros was a god. You can't exactly trap a god. That doesn't sound like a thing that can actually happen. And what does that have to do with Emran? You don't know the power. You're, you just don't believe it, and so you can't comprehend it. Well, we have uh, storm hours, and I just sit down. She points at Konos and says, show me your eye. This is taken aback by this, but it, she says it so forcefully, he like almost subconsciously just reaches and pulls the scarf off his face. She puts her hand over her mouth. She says, I knew it. I no, saw what, visions of this. I saw visions. You're going to destroy everything. No, we're no not. I don't want any more. I don't want any more. And she like goes in a fetal position and she just covers her face and she starts crying put the scarf back over my eye. Marcella, maybe I think we should leave. As you're as, as she's like crying, two of those green furry creatures come in and they like curl up next to her. <laughs> and they like they like one of them like crawls on her head and like settles down and one goes like in front of her face. And they start doing this weird sort of trilling, purring. Emotional support kelpers. <laughs> kelpers. Kelpers? Kelpers. Kelpers, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we should leave. Oh, man. I'm, I'm already I'm already at the door. <laughs> yeah, Konos is like, screw this. <laughs> so much for the embarrassing stories. Yeah, I go outside and like, oh, we'll, we'll get more than that time. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. Well, what I'm about to do can't seem any work. Probably, I'm sure won't be any stranger than that. Uh, but now I'm revising my list of questions um, based on that. <laughs> okay. Um, if they are, if Emeryn actually haven't checked back in, I'm going to find a just a quiet place to where I won't be disturbed for about the next eleven minutes. Um, Marcel, you might want to keep an eye on me during this because again, I don't know what's going to happen. So if I go out of control or pass out or something, I, I want someone somebody there. Sure, just make sure you do it like uh, 120 feet away from the no more than 120 feet away from the curiosity. <laughs> Okay. Gonna say, why are you doing this without your cleric? <laughs> uh, so, um, so they have not. So, technically speaking, when you let, so right now, what you're doing happens before Axley finishes decoding all everything, right? Because that took another like two or three hours. So, which means the that, storm would have, which means the storm yeah. would have come over and gone by that. Right. Point. So, <laughs> technically, the storm is about to hit right now. They're still decoding. You guys just finished talking to Rayla. In that case, so, I don't want to do. I don't want to do this while there's a while the storm's hitting us. I'd rather have that passed over. Because I thought you were going to make take a long rest first anyway. Rest, yeah. So I guess I'll short. I guess I'll short rest and short rest, yeah. recover, and right. and then when they're done, we can reconvene and I can try it then. Okay. 
So the storm lasts. Somebody roll percentage dice. 38. Okay. Uh, the storm only lasts one and a half hours. It goes by, goes through, it sweeps across the island. Um, it's extremely dangerous. It's extremely windy. It's basically a sort of mini hurricane. Um, but the area of the island that it affects is only um, a sort of two and a half mile. There's sort of a two and a half mile line that sweeps through the harbor and across the island, through the town and on by. Almost as if it's just like bounded by some kind of something unnatural as it goes through. Hmm. There's no eye. You know how a hurricane has an eye, so the front wall hits you, mm. and you're in the eye, and then the back wall passes through. There's no eye. It's just this sort of solid column of storm in two and a half miles wide, crossing over the island, and then passing by. And it's moving very fast. It only takes an hour and a half to get it all the way beyond the island. But while it's passing over, it's, you know, 75, 85 mile per hour winds, you know, extreme rain, extreme um, breaking waves on the beach, you know, like en enormous storm watch kind of issues. But because everybody saw it coming and they... they, they of course, have lived on islands with storms all their lives, all the Hawkeye, I mean. So... You know, they they, you know, they're able to basically reduce the amount of damage that is actually happening. I'm sure um, some of the huts got completely blown away. Oh, sure, yeah, <laughs> right, yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's definitely damage in almost every hut. You know, there's roofs that need to be replaced and and you know things like that. But um, ultimately, they you know pretty much everybody's accounted for. It doesn't really cause any major damage that isn't like things they haven't seen but it feels like a very odd storm from your point of view mm. it seems like it was a magical attack or the remains of it what about, like the shape of the storm is 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 it still like a contained in a, in a stormy way, or does it have an unnatural shape as well? Uh, I mean, it elicited from clouds, so the clouds. So it still has through. a normal cloud, right? Okay, yeah. So the the direction and the force of it seem like it was being directed by magic, but the storm itself seems like a pretty powerful normal Correct. storm. Okay. Powerful but natural feeling, but the yeah. the. The way it moved through was very much faster than natural, it seemed like. Mm -hmm. And it had unnatural bounds to it. Right. But other than that, it seemed... in During the storm, while you're in the storm area, it seemed like just a regular storm. Can I try and map out, um, using our maps and the direction and, and force of the storm, to kind of figure where it came from? Like, what the trajectory, if it was continuing on this course where it came from if it came yeah if you pull out the map if if you look at where if it presuming it f uh, flowed in a straight line 
mm-hmm. you can determine where it maybe came from and where it may be going. Sure. Yeah, I want to know that. Might that take, might take you a while. Uh, sure, that's fine. Okay, so if we... Let's see. So uh, here's the map, just for the audience. Um, and uh, so basically, um, this storm seemed like, seems like... Uh, if if you are at the cross axis of an X and Calport is northwest of you, this storm came exactly from the northeast and swept down through the cross axis of the X and it's heading in the southwest direction. Mm. So kind of parallel, like completely perpendicular to the direction we want to head into. Exactly. Huh. That doesn't even take it where the, 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 the little whirlpools are. Correct. That is also in the opposite. So the whirlpools are southeast from you right now. So if, if it seemed like it came from the southeast, from the whirlpools, it would actually be in a line going towards Calport. But it's actually the perpendicular direction from that. So it's basically going like completely uh, bisecting Calport and those whirlpools. Yes. And almost in the middle because we were more or less. Almost in the middle, not quite. Not quite, a bit southern. Southern, well, correct. More of it. Does it seem like it has the same trajectory that the storm that hit us had? The same intensity. Uh, the intensity, the storm that hit you was actually a little less, but because you were in the open ocean, it felt, you know, it, was, it had a different effect on yeah. you. Um, that storm felt more natural. It did not feel like it had bounds and a particular direction. But remember that it was, it had, it created so much strife and damage at the moment that you didn't actually know how far you had even been blown off course. So it is possible that it moved you in the same direction, but it's, uh, you can't tell from your maps. I mean, we were supposedly going north towards Calport and we ended up south, Correct. so it was at the very that's least right. moving in a southwesterly direction, because that's sure. where it blew us off. Right. But it wasn't moving in, in such a concerted direction as this one was. Right. I also didn't have a, that great of a feeling for storms back then either, because... Or maybe what originated the storm is that direction to the northeast, and it just came from a line from that point, right? So what's what's to the northeast? Uh, in the in the region that you're in, nothing. But if you kept going that way, you would end up uh, in a region that you have not seen a map of. Mm. Yeah. Because maybe the reason the storm is coming from that direction is whatever originated it is out that direction. Yeah, I am going to, like, draw on the map where I think the storm was heading, like, from mm-hmm. its location and where it was heading sure. to. And just, like, draw a line on the map and go, like, storm okay. here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because, you know, if the, storm is, if the storm is like the arrow, the archer, you trace it back to the archer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know now what significance it has, but it might come up later. So 
jotting it down on the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, storm's passed. Okay. And I guess we reconvene with uh, Amran and Axley to see what they found out. Uh, so the storm, the storm only took an hour and a half. So uh, that means that Konos, theoretically, you had your short rest. And uh, are you going to, were you going to cast a spell or something before you talk to Imran and Axley? Um, no, I'll wait till after we talk with them. Okay. Okay. So you go talk to them. What do you tell them? <laughs> I'll let Imran and Axley translate whatever they learned. Oh, how's it going? Well, uh, we've got some answers, kind of. Uh, apparently, it's easier than we thought. The magic was inside of us all along. <laughs> well, we're all ma magical we're, beings, yes. We'll go with that. Yeah, so I'll, I'll really how many, found out. Say, how many? How many more questions did we did we get along with those? Answers? Exactly. Oh, that many. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did it answer more questions than than it made you ask new questions? Well. Oh. It, Put us closer to the target, <laughs> but like, where the target is. It's made the questions more specific, but there are more questions. Great. So I suppose we should be heading to Calport because that's where we might be able to get answers. In the library. Yes. Okay. Well, it seems like all roads lead to Calport, doesn't it? At this point, seems that way. I feel I feel like we've said that before. Where do the waves lead? Yeah, we just can't seem to make it there very directly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all no. for for all roads going for all waves going to Calport, waves seem to be pushing us every which way except Calport. Um, yeah. Do we want to try using the amulet? Well, I think yeah. unless we want, we, we did kind of make a agreement with Shark Face. We're going to try. Yeah. I want to. I, I do want to try. At least I do want to try the thing that oh, yeah. will hopefully give, tell us for sure whether it works. But Emron, your mother seems very concerned for you and about me. I'll relay yeah. to her everything that more or less everything that that went on in that. She seems to think yeah. I'm going to destroy the world or something. It's up to your mother. I mean, I could have told you that she didn't know anything, y'all. <laughs> I've, I've asked her a hundred times, and she doesn't remember anything. Yeah, she said the um, same thing, and then she freaked out when I showed her the amulet. I, I don't really blame her. You know? Probably being captured by memories. evil. Apparently, it did jog, but the the jogging. Yeah, wasn't probably good. not some good memories, Marcel. Probably not good ones. Um, I'm gonna go talk to my mom. Okay. So I leave. I said I'm charismatic, not wise. No, no, wait. But before you do, I, let me let me try this. Cause I might I might need you if this doesn't work. 
Oh, yeah. oh god. She's got she's got emotional su- support animals. But what if what doesn't work? What are we doing here? What forces are we messing with? So I'm I have a spell that lets me reach out to some kind of entity beyond and potentially get answers to some of these questions we've got. So I'm going to try this, but it's may it may not work as well as it may it may hurt me. Hopefully, it won't kill me, but it might hurt oh, a bit. God. And Emma's mom was worried about you bringing doom. <laughs> you're about to, you're about to open an unknown. I'm sure they're not related at all. <laughs> that may or may not be yeah. good. Yeah, I'm just going to try and contact my patron who might be trying to destroy the world. Different different things. Yeah. What spell are you casting? Sorry. Con- contact other plane. I'll spend 11 minutes to do this as a ritual. Um, yeah, so for the benefit of those listening, you mentally contact a demi- demigod, the spirit of a long-dead sage, or some other mysterious entity from some other plane. I'm just going to skip the next bit. On, on a success, you can ask the entity up to five questions. You may ask your, you must ask your questions before the spell ends, and the spell lasts for a minute. The DM has, answers each question with one word, such as yes, no, maybe, never, irrelevant, or unclear, if the entity doesn't know the answer to the question. If a one-word answer would be misleading, the GM might instead offer a short phrase as an answer. So it's like divination, but... Oh, great and powerful Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> Answer my question. I, yeah, I don't eat my brain in the process. <laughs> That's so amazing. I was actually just trying to find divination to see if I could cast it tomorrow, but it doesn't really look that way. I've never cast this spell before in a game, so I don't know if I get to pick who I'm reaching out to, or that's the DM's discretion. I'll leave it up to Sam. To Sam I'll leave it up to you. Either uh, either I think way. when you do the ritual, you are you have in your mind a... Just have to make a dice roll first. An idea of who you want to contact. Shit. So, uh, for 11 minutes, you all see Konos like, sitting crossly and kind of chanting and mothering to himself. And in his mind, Konos is trying to contact his patron, and then uh, you all see him just start convulsing, and droplets of seawater start trickling out of his nose and eyes, and, like, he starts foaming at the mouth, because I rolled a three on my intelligence save. So what, what questions are you asking? Questions I wanted to ask were, were my, and I'll copy them in the Discord as well, and de- t- tell me and ask them in the order that you are asking. Will them. Marcel's amulet reverse the transformation of the pirate crew? If not, can Emeryn's magic reverse the transformation? No. And then... No. And where no. can I find you? First two questions are answer is no. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, the third question was where can I find you? Your call cannot be completed as dialed. <laughs> the, no, no. You get an answer. Connect. The bottom of the threefold lake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you get a follow up? <laughs> Saw that one coming. The question is where is the threefold, where is the threefold lake? Uh, uh, you understand the answer um as 
so it's not a word answer. It's more like um, it's it's more like GPS coordinates, but but not just numbers. It's it's sort of transferred into your brain as a like a map, and there's a pin on the map, right? Kind of like that. Oh, so it's not it's not the coordinates that we have to punch into the the curiosity. <laughs> but the but the problem is that the map. Konos is a plane you do not recognize. You know it's a different plateau, but you you don't know what it is. That might be what causes a minor snap here. Uh, <laughs> the fifth question was going to be: Are you satisfied with my actions so far? Are you satisfied with my actions so far? Yes. All right. All right. So here's the part of the spell I conveniently skipped over. <laughs> when you fail. When, when, when you cast... So none of you are going to know this, unfortunately, because when I cast the spell, I have to make a, fif, a mm-hmm. DC 15 intelligence saving throw on a failure, which I failed because I rolled a three. Uh, so it's like less than 15. If you take... I take 66 psychic damage, and I am insane until you finish a long rest. While I am insane, I cannot take actions. I cannot understand what other creatures are say. I say I cannot read, and I speak only in gibberish. Which so, means all the information is, he just got, he can't tell you. Uh, <laughs> I would say like it's only in his head right now. That's so unfortunate. I would take it. So, uh, yeah, Kona's out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we broke Kona. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you are enjoying what we do. If you would like to send us a question, comment, suggestion, or if you just have some questions like, what the f***? Uh, you can <laughs> email us at dndbrief at gmail.com and I might actually answer. I might answer you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all going to email you that Disclaimer, right now. <laughs> I won't answer if you're my player. And uh, if you would like to uh, support another really awesome channel, you can support uh, patreon.com slash Midgardia. That is Karu's channel and uh, we play a bunch of games over there as well. So uh, everyone, thank you very much and everyone says goodbye and wait. Bye. 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 Bye.